Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. From our next guest on the program this morning, Butch is uh, the voice of the South. None other than Matt Cross will be calling and previewing the feature uh, feature races at Rickerton Park tomorrow, and he's with us now on the program. Welcome to you, Matt. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on once again, and a beautiful day here in the the Garden City for what's set to be a great weekend of uh, racing across both codes. Currently a soft six there for Rickerton tomorrow, but I would be really surprised if we didn't see an upgrade at least to a soft five, maybe even better. It's a beautiful fine day here today. It's had a little bit of rain during the week, so that track should be in tip-top shape. Uh, the running rail in the true position with a nine-race card in our feature coming up as the NZB Insurance Stakes for the three-year-olds in the Avon City Ford Easter Cup. And, of course, we're now less than one month away from the first totaliser meeting on the synthetic track at Brickerton Park. Nice, long Roomy straight there, just over 400 metres, so looking forward to that. And I know the club are pretty excited to, to go towards that after we get through the Autumn Carnival, which last year we unearthed a star in a tissue. We might find ourselves another one tomorrow. Let's hope so, Matt. Uh, Butch here, look, welcome in. Let's have a look at these feature races. Race three, the Tom Topless Memorial Sprint. Uh, only a small field, but gee, I thought it was a competitive race. Certainly is. Really tricky race to, to work out, I think. OK, Powell's really flying at the moment. He's won the 6 out of 14. And just how the map goes here, Butch, there's a good amount of speed to his inside. And that's what I, I like with OK Powell is if they go at a clip where he doesn't have any time to muck around or get himself up on the chewy. And he's going to be out in clear air for the entire way. Widamu pin riding out of his skin at the moment. And he loves the 1,000 metres at Rickerton Park. So, OK, pal, he's a top selection and I think very backable. Number two, Ocean Point has a three-kilo claimer on tomorrow, which I think downgrades her chances just a little bit. I think she's the sort of horse that needs to be rated to perfection. Over the 1,000 metres, if he's able to just hold her up and time her run, then Ocean Point's going to be hard to roll. The interesting horse here, Butch, is Chili Philly, number seven, who's won three out of six. Had the one trial on the synthetic track. She's got no form on anything better than heavy ground, which makes it pretty interesting for her. And if Chiquito, the four, improved, then she could play a part as well. But if I was having a bet, I'd be all over OK Pound. I think this race is really suitable for him. Race number four, the Hornby Club Founders Cup. Good competitive race. Again, we spoke to Stephen Marsh earlier in the show and he gave Summer Festival some sort of a hope at a price. But, uh, gee, you can make a case for plenty in here. Yeah, I think we can forgive Summer Festival last time. He got himself quite wound up in the gates and, and basically run his uh, race prior to the 1,200 metres. So if uh, he can improve Summer Festival, then he's going to be a chance. I thought number three, Original Gangster, they rode this horse upside down last time out. He got back worse than midfield. 
got himself in traffic. He's a big rangy horse, likes to get into his work a long way up from home. And with Kylie Williams back on board tomorrow, I think original gangster will go forward. And with the 57 and a half kilos, we'll take all sorts of stopping. And about $8 is the price, so he's pretty shoppable. Six, Savazar. She just got too upset last time out, very much like Summer Festival. Uh, Savazar got herself in all sorts of trouble a couple of times. She was crowded at the start, then she was checked again at the 250. And I think she's the sort of uh, horse, a little bit like OK Powell earlier. She just needs everything to go her way. And if it does, then Savazar can win. The two bully boy, Mr. Consistent, a little bit of weight to carry. And the five, let's bring it on. He's worth including. As long as that track improves, I wouldn't want to see him anything on anything worse than a five because he really just doesn't relish in those conditions. But original gangsters worth an each-way play in the fourth, Butch. Race number six, uh, you talked about it as one of our features, uh, the NZB insurance stakes for the three-year-old fillies. Uh, look, Reputable has been really good in winning her last three, two of them here, so she's unbeaten at uh, Rickerton, uh, the 1,600 metres ideal for her. Uh, she's going to run favourite and be awfully hard to beat. Outside of that, it's uh, a very competitive race. Yeah, and with the key rivals drawn out wide here, Bell of the Ball drawn four spots to her outside. I think Tina Kominiahi has plenty of options. To be fair, but she was three wide without cover last time over the 1,400. Wenger raced away, won it by nearly six lengths. There's no reason why she won't be winning again up to the 1,600. I, I guess the key for her is relaxing in her races and often... With these three-year-old autumn races, they don't have to be dead-set milers to win it. So we don't really have to look for the one horse that's going to see out a strong mile. A little bit of brilliance can take you a long way, and I think Reputable has that the one. 15, Bell of the Ball. How about that for a last 200 metres last time? Wow. That was over 1,600. Never got clear until about the 200, but the last, even the last 50, she just sprouted mm. wings. Wide barrier draw for her. Joe Camerudin and Mark Walker, you've got to have her in the mix, Bell of the Ball. She can certainly win the race. Three, Burgie was wide throughout last time out. This horse has got a big, big heart. If that most recent run hasn't undone her, watch out because she'll keep trucking all day. She's one horse who is a dead set miler. She'll just keep whacking away. At number 10, Champagne's on me. Both of the Ralph Manning horses in this race won at Rotorua. I just thought she might have been a little bit better Champagne on me. Did a wee bit more work than her stable mate on the same day and uh, ran about 0.2 of a second slower. But I think there was enough in the amount of work that she did to say that her run was a little bit better. I'm with Reputa Bell, but she belled the ball. I know she's a maiden butch, but as I say, that last 100 at Mata Mata was as good of a lead-up race as you'll get coming into this. Yeah, you're right, and she is a maiden, but she probably shouldn't be, and if she had have won that last race, then um, all of a sudden we might be talking about her a little differently. She can win it for sure, but uh, the local reputer bell, awfully hard to beat. Race 8, uh, the Avon City Ford uh, Easter Cup, and has Sabro at the top of the handicap. He's giving them all plenty of weight. Look, there's five kilos back to Irish Girl, but you know his record suggests that he will still be very hard to beat. I reckon there's a weight special coming in here and uh, a horse that, that just profiles so nicely on the you know, the head-to-head in terms of the weight scales, uh, taking on a couple of horses, including Hasbro and Feeling the Power. And that's number five exchange. He meets Hasbro seven kgs better uh, than last time out. That was in the White Robe Lodge. And, and you know what? He was beaten two lengths in that butch, but... What you've got to bear in mind is he got completely squeezed out of it at the furlong 
lost all of his momentum. Had he not done that, he probably gets beaten the neck and behind Hasbro. I don't think he wins it, but we're talking about a horse that's meeting 7kg's better Hasbro on what could have been a neck margin. I think that two links is misleading from a couple of starts ago. And then last time out, Exchange is meeting Phelan the Power 2.5kg's better off. And Exchange was able to beat Phelan the Power on Boxing Day carrying 2kg's more. So the five Exchange, I think they've got his price wrong. He's about $8, and I'd be playing that all day. He's a get-back run on horse. There's enough pressure. Rail back in the true. They'll be coming from the back tomorrow. I'm all over him, Exchange. I think he's a great bet in the eighth. One Hasbro, you've got to respect him. Jason Valerius had seven rides on this horse. He's won four, including a group one fourth last time out, and a wait for Raj at Ortaki. Feel on the power. He'll keep going all day. He's only won three from 20, but he's a really, really nice little horse, this. And his tactical speed at the start helps. And I see they've come for Irish Girl after her explosive win over the mile. And the breeders last time out, absolutely no question now, Butch, off the back of that, that she can see at a strong mile as long as she settles in the run. Barrier six is okay for her. But I'll be more than happy to play exchange all day in race eight. I think he's a great price and he profiles really nicely. Yeah, after all of uh, that uh, explanation, that is a fantastic price. And to run away and have some of that before it gets knocked off, I reckon. Uh, in race number nine, we always like to back the winner of the last, the last of the quaddy. Uh, get us out of the quaddy. We might anchor exchange. We need a couple here. Northerner in the race. Brahma Sunset will add interest with Wittamu Pin, but uh, again, uh, a race that there are plenty of chances in. Yeah, I think you might be looking to take a bit of a spread in the last leg, which I can't really help you in singling one out. This is such an even race. There's a lot of consistent horses in here with the right sort of luck can play a part. I'll give you one just to leave in, and I reckon he'll give you a sight for a long way, and that's number eight, Colossal. Currently $15 here with the TAB. He'll get the lead here. He ran a length and three quarters in behind Henley two starts ago. That was on the 5th of March. Coming out of that race was Exchange. Exchange ran third, and Colossal ran fifth. Now, that's good enough for mine. He was beaten less than two lengths in that race. And then he had three weeks in between runs, got the top last time out, and he just faded. He clearly wasn't fit enough last time. With that run under his belt, $15, Joe Cameroon claiming one kilo. He should lead, and you'll at least get a sight and something to cheer home in the last push. Fantastic. Look, we'll, uh, we'll take a uh, a little bit uh, using exchange as a bit of an anchor and see if we can capitalise on that nice price. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for your time. Good luck. Yep, big night harness racing tonight and then uh, galloping tomorrow at Rickerton Park. Look forward to uh, your calls. Appreciate your time. Yeah, no worries, guys. If you want to see a serious racehorse, tune into Addington tonight. We've got Sunday Sun, the million-dollar earner, lining up in a... A group one, I reckon it's just about the race of the night, the group one there tonight. So looking forward to that, and we'll catch you tomorrow from Rickerton as well. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.